Hey, it's Dan and Tom, and it's podcast number four right now, and Tom and I hadn't talked in about a week or so, (laughs) and uh, you brought up something that bothered you the other day, and you thought you'd discuss this with everybody right now, and it's, you refer to it as a cashless society. Yeah, it makes me, who was Earl, oh, Earl, what's his name, you know what makes me sick? Oh yeah, Earl Pitts. Earl Pitts. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, we're dating ourselves here, but it's this is like an Earl Pitts episode, y'all. You know what makes me sick? You know what makes me so angry? My blood just boils out my ear. <laughs> People trying to take us to a cashless society. I haven't run into a whole lot of that. Now, I ran into it during COVID, but there's a lot of businesses that are staying with that, and you had an incident the other day. Not just businesses, our own government, the same place. Yeah. Pull out a dollar bill. Pull out a $50 bill. Pull out a $100 bill. All of them say legal tender. For all debts, public and private, right? backed by our government, it is the benchmark of the world economy, the U.S. dollar, and our own government is trying to take that away from us. And there's several nefarious reasons why they might want to do that, none of which any of us should be acceptable to. It's, it's, you know. I've heard they want to track what we do with our money so they can tax us more. There's a lot of factors. Number one. They can track our money. They know what we do. You know, we've already we've already lost our autonomy in America. That that our phones, our vehicles, our TVs, anything with smart technology in it has the ability to monitor every word we say. And everybody's, you know, it when you turn your phone on and there's mm-hmm. an ad pops up for something you talked about yesterday. Right. That's unnerving. That's unsettling. And I don't really know how how we in modern society avoid exposing ourselves to the inevitable creep of government into our personal lives. Well, you know, you got to turn off every electronic device in your house. I was sitting talking to my wife the other day, and I told her I had an itch. And I swear, within five minutes, I looked online, and I had all these ads for, like, every kind of itch powder for every kind of body part you could imagine. And the phone was listening to me. Yeah, yeah. It scratched your itch for sure. (laughs) It tried to. (laughs) Well, all right, so, so... First of all, you got your credit card companies. They want to cash the society because they profit off of every transaction. Whenever you swipe that card, somewhere in the neighborhood of 3% of every dollar that's transacted is going back to the credit card company. Then when you think you've completed a transaction and it's rock solid and, and, and you know done deal, and then something goes wrong or somebody becomes nefarious, they call the credit card company and say, hey, that didn't happen or that didn't happen to my satisfaction. So I want my money back, and the credit card company almost always sides with the customer and mm. gives them their money back and makes the vendor defend them their actions on why they think they had a legitimate sale. It is frustrating. It is un-American. It is intrusive. And it is expensive, 3% of every transaction, and Americans have gotten accustomed to this. Um, no, no. Liberty must prevail here. We should, we should be more autonomous and have, you know, when when you make a deal with somebody, that should be between you and them. Now we've got third-party arbiters coming in here, and uh, and that, I guess that's part of the 3% you're paying them. But uh, I'm so, not down with that. You know, so, I, I went to Von Braun the other day for the boat show. I went to go get me a, a hot dog and a cold beer, and they wouldn't take my cash. I had to dig around in my wallet for a credit card just to buy a hot dog and a cold beer. Well, let me tell you this one. This is just the opposite. I went down to pay my automobile taxes the other day, and I just handed her my debit card, and they charged me $11 to use my debit card. And I had forgotten about that because I had gone down to renew my pistol permit 
And the lady warned me in advance, but this lady at the tag office didn't warn me. And I get home and I see a separate charge on there for $11 just to use my debit card. So are, is that what they're doing too? They they want you to use your debit card and then they're going to charge you $11 to use it? It's not even necessarily a debit card. Yeah. Uh, one of my guys uh, got a got a, uh, a traffic ticket the other day. Uh, they said he ran red light and is here in Priceville. And I happened to know the officer, and I said, hey, you know, my guy says he, he didn't run a red light. And the guy's, he was hauling inmates back to work release. And uh, uh, he said he said he rode under the light, saw it was yellow all the way through. And uh, so we said, hey, this is wrong. You know, um, mm-hmm. new new guy just can't, got hired into Priceville. And, um, you know, it came clear to me that that, that it was wrong. And so we we said, okay, well we'll co- we'll go to court. We'll make our case. Um, it was local court, and 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 uh, they we didn't make our case, obviously, because we're now on appeal. But uh, uh, I had to go post bond for him, you know, because I'm the one who basically said, hey, this is wrong. You should fight it. And so I went down there to go his bail, five hundred dollars. And uh, so it got worse. I go to the court clerk. Or the, uh, the the city magistrate, and I said, "Hey, I got to pay pay my boy's bond here." And, and she said, "Yeah, I'm gonna need a uh, a certified check." I'm like, "Say what?" First of all, I, I'm I'm one of the more prominent businesses in town. I'm not right. going anywhere. A personal check should have been quite sufficient. Um, but that's another topic for another day. The inconvenience of having to go to to a to a a bank and and convert cash into a cashier's check seemed to be punitive at that point. It seemed to be like, yeah, they're just messing with us. So I said, no, this is legal tender. And if our own government won't accept it, that is writing on the wall that we have a major, major problem. So I went full on ballistic and called uh, circuit, uh, the circuit court clerk who, you know, a friend of mine. And I said, uh, uh-uh, this is not cool. You you are forcing it. Yeah, you know, there was a little finger pointing whether it was the magistrate or the or the or the or the circuit court clerk. So I got them both on the phone at the same time. That's the best way to resolve an issue is is a conference call. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, uh, they had to call Montgomery to clear this up. Montgomery said, "Yes, we have to take cash if if, if somebody yeah. wants to send cash." So 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 you if, were vindicated. If, if, you know, we push. You have to push back though. Yeah. If you don't push back, society is going to chip away at our liberties, our freedoms. And uh, and and this will this will become a a a uh, you know a, a government led state like Russia and China. We don't need that. We don't want that. We worked awful hard for 250 years to preserve liberty and create a place where freedom and uh, and liberty reign. And we are allowing ourselves to be victimized by our own government. Right. I like it that you stood up for that. It was a big pain in your butt, but you had to. Well, right? It ain't over yet. You oh. know? And, I, and I, I fully expect, I already told him, I said, look, when this is over and uh, I, I get his bond back, uh, I prefer it in cash. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. But, but uh, yeah, it's all around us. So this, you know, we'll, um, we'll have a follow-up on this story. There's there several reasons. Podcast. Cash, cash, cash has some disadvantages if, if you know, it's easier to steal. Yeah. If if uh, if I'm worried about my employees, and I, we have concerts. We have concerts. We sell alcohol at the various bars on the premises, and and uh, we take a lot of cash. And 
we've caught we've caught employees who like to slip a bill in their pocket. Mm-hmm. That's par for the course. That's uh, that's going to happen. And when that happens, we take action. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the prevailing, perhaps legitimate reasons to try to minimize cash. But uh, the illegitimate reasons are obvious surveillance. If you if you use if you don't use cash and use a credit card, everything you do is is on record. Right. And or Bitcoin. But, you know, Bitcoin is so volatile. Even worse. And and listen, I, uh, you know, I got. uh, It's kind of funny. We got a letter from IRS saying, hey, there's there's an error here. You need you owe us some money. So we said, no. Well, there was two two checks they supposedly returned to us by error. And they, they caught it and they said, hey, these checks need to come back. Well, we never got them. We got one of them. So we said, we agree with that. We sent them their money back. Then we said, now, what about this other? We've been getting letters after letters saying, we're going to need more time. We're going to need more time. IRS is a mess right there. You can't talk to them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, bottom line is government screws up all the time. That's a fact. If we give them the power to take our money away from us and shut us off when they screw up, we do ourselves a major disservice. And this mm-hmm. cashless society business is just that. We are giving full authority to Big Brother to hamstring us to where we can't feed our families. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's simple as a, a, a mistake. And the government is just excellent at making mistakes, y'all. Oh, yeah. Ronald Reagan told us that a long time ago. Not only do they make mistakes, but they have a tendency to get corrupt as well. And uh, then that's what we find ourselves in with the swamp in Washington, D.C. So the argu- counter argument is, well, no, cash is the wild, wild west. We need better. We need better control on people. We need we need to be able to corral people and know know what they're doing and be able to handle them. Um, it's a double edged sword. It's an attack and affront on personal freedoms and liberty. Mm-hmm. Just because you got a pocket full of cash doesn't mean you're a drug dealer, folks. But that's the message that they want to send, that right. if you've got a pocket full of cash, you've done something wrong. You're trying to avoid scrutiny. You're trying to fly under the radar. Well, that's not the case. But it can be. It goes down to the point where you got some kid selling lemonade on the side of the road, and the city comes in and says you got to have a business license. you got to report your sales. you got to pay your taxes. Come on. We've gotten crazy. It's just like when Joe Biden says, okay, every transaction under, what, $600 now is going to be subject to to tax withholding unless you prove that you don't owe taxes. It's getting more and more restrictive and more and more intrusive, and the walls are closing in, and it's time for all of us to stand up for some of the basic personal rights that we as Americans have, have had for 250 years. Mm-hmm. And we would like to keep them. We're going to find out the hard way when they're gone that we wanted them. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, that's why I'm I'm Earl Pitson on a rant here right. and saying, look, folks, gird up your wallets, keep your cash, <laughs> use your cash, use it intentionally for whatever reason. Make sure that you keep cash flowing, because if we don't, they will take it away. Tom Frederick standing up for the legal tender. I love it. What a great podcast. We appreciate it. You got any comments about this? Uh, my email address is danmc102 at gmail.com. And you're Tom Fredericks at Fredericks Outdoor or Fredericks Tom, Equipment. What is it? It's just Tom. It's, it's just very, Tom. We're very, we're very cordial here. It's Tom <laughs> at fredericksoutdoor.com. Message us, call us, let us know if you agree, disagree. If you got something that uh, is under your skin and you're feeling a little bit like Earl Pitts, mm-hmm. you know, let us know. We'll go to bat for you.
Um, and let's not it. let's not end this without reminding folks: April fifteenth, twenty twenty two, Marshall Tucker Band at Fredericks Outdoor. Twenty twenty three, Dan, you're you're twenty twenty three. Sorry, yeah, it's twenty twenty three. I'm retired. I'm not supposed to know numbers anymore. If, if you want another exercise in good old fashioned Americana, come on out and hear the Marshall Tucker Band at Fredericks Outdoor. We do these twice a year. This mm. is our spring concert. It's going to be a big and a good one. If you need tickets, call the store. Go online, FrederiksOutdoor.com. And uh, we'll get you fixed up. But anyway, let me let me leave you let me leave you with a story about legal tender and a, and a rock and roll act from years ago when I was working up in Virginia Beach. Jerry Lee Lewis came into town, and before he got on stage, he demanded to be paid in cash before he would perform on stage. And they had to delay the concert. This was on a Sunday. Somebody that was putting on the show knew a banker, and they went and opened a damn bank to get cash out to pay Jerry Lee Lewis so he would do his concert. He wanted his legal tender. Hey, man, as is his right as an American. That's right. I know. Stay the course, y'all. Spend your (laughs) cash. Mess with the government. They need some pushback.